Give me a Marlboro. Yes, of course, right away. What's a, a Marlboro? Just a cigarette, any cigarette. Uh, smoking is not good for you, and has been deemed that anything not good for you is bad, hence illegal. Alcohol, caffeine, contact sports, meat. Are you shitting me? John Spartan, you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. What the hell is that? John Spartan, you are fined one credit. Bad for language, a chocolate, gasoline, uneducational toys, and anything spicy. Abortion is also illegal, but then again, so is pregnancy. Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? Oh, yeah. I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay as though. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. May 10th, 2023. Good Time Nation. Welcome back to your Good Time Culture podcast. I am OG Mutt Dog, and on the other mic, you'll find Hollywood. And together, we are your. Ancient astronaut theorist of record. And please, 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 please do not forget that everything, and I mean everything that we speak about on this show, is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood, let's go. Nice. That was a tight one right there. Uh, all glory to God, you guys. We are back. I sound a little funny here, but uh, we, we made it back on a Wednesday. Um, thank you, God, for that one. This is Good Times Culture Podcast, episode, I think, 108. Maybe it's 109. But uh, this is where nonsense meets reality every week. Uh, You know, we are your uh, favorite God, family, and country podcast. Uh, What else are we? AKA uh, evil or incompetent uh, podcast. You know, we're, we're all that. So welcome back, everybody. Uh, you can get in touch with us through the description on the podcast. It's got the email on there. It's got Mutt Dog's information yeah. or Twitter. If you want to talk to him on there, you can find me. Uh, you can find Tucker on Twitter too now, apparently. Yeah. But uh, this this is you know where this is where we point out evil that we see in the world and we try to kind of understand, you know, kind of understand where it's coming from, you know, not necessarily blaming the people a lot of times, but, you know, understanding that evil is controlling a lot of these people and, you know, it's going to come across some of our shows come across a little heated kind of like we're uh, we're upset about stuff and all that but really this is just you know venting this is this is also our weekly therapeutic audio journey uh, into the culture which is actually a uh, the culture war which is actually a spiritual war and we are in it. This is like we. This is you are in the trenches of the spiritual warfare right now. So get ready for it. 
What do you got to say over there? No, I hear you. Mm. What do you got to play? <laughs> uh, that's not really how this works. You're supposed to interact with me a little bit. but I'm listening just, just to your spew, buddy. Okay. They want to interrupt your, your speech. Well, you know, there wasn't really much of a speech. It was a rambling intro, but... <laughs> Uh, I gave my intro. Your your intro is way tight, dude. That was one of the tightest ones you've done. I'm impressed. You're you're getting better. Getting better. Uh, <laughs> well, I got I got the uh, it, it. I got some good news. Where California Governor Newsom declined to back reparation checks, says slavery uh, legitimacy about more than cash payment. So Larry Elder says. So let me get this straight. California Governor Newsom signs bill to establish a ridiculous first-in-the-nation task force to study reparations for blacks, then rejects its ridiculous recommendations for reparations for blacks, demonstrates yet again how Democrats pimp blacks for votes. Uh, oh, yeah, it's, not just, it's not just uh, black people because it's all about the black and brown and the indigenous. They, they, they were all, offering my people money. It was you, all just black people. Oh, no. It's black, brown, and indigenous. It's everybody. Ah. Yeah. Serious. As long as the white man don't get no money, I'm all good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. yeah. The white man's got it all. Mm-hmm. White oh, power. Man. White power. Man. They got it all, eh? Oh man, that's going to get taken out of context. Oof, yikes! Um, so it looks I'm like today. <laughs> uh, Bryson Gray put out a new album, Bryson Gray, Letters to the Church Part Two, and we're going to play song two. It's called uh, John One Three. Hmm. Shouldn't it be John One Three or? See this, how it says 1 John 3? That'd that... be the first book of John chapter 3. Ah, that's what that is. Okay. But uh, it's definitely worth checking out. I, I think you have to have some sort of subscription to uh, listen to these new songs, but he will probably put them out on YouTube eventually here. But you get to hear it here because I'm paying for allccg.com, which is uh, Bryson and Tyson James's. Uh, website for putting out their music that ends up getting banned on every other platform <laughs> so at least they have this platform so here we go oh my bad and i almost want to start this show over dude what a wreck come on dude you're 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 slipping today mm-hmm. drinking smoking gambling partying looking like prostitutes and strippers hands you ready? No, no dog. You, you gotta club. listen, buddy. Put you the phone down, buddy. Party. Come on. You Somebody gotta do it. And you Go ahead. I ain't like these other Christians. I'm a real life savage. They gon' say I'm prone to violence. Got a slaying demon habit. I know you were tired of saying, dog, I'm seeing what you practice. Tell saying I won't smoke. I'm on sockets, me in traffic. Quoted first John 3. I just read it. I ain't right. It's seeing you they have control of my flesh. I had to fight it. It's a narrow path. So I know the world won't like it. If you a child of God, you practice righteousness and see his righteous way. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. Cause there's no longer a sacrifice if you willfully sin. They say Bryson need to chill cause he gon' make him mad again. I don't care who get offended, but I'm still going in. Children of Satan are obvious. Tell me who are you? If you don't practice righteousness, you're not of God. Yeah, it's true. 
First John chapter 3, verse 10. Read it through. Romans 6, cause you'll also die with Christ. Now you knew. And I know that it's confusing, cause the church be telling lies. And you know the world gon' hate you, though, so please don't be surprised. And that's verse 13. First, the old Jew dies. Receive knowledge of the truth, then you can open your eyes. I ain't like these other Christians, I'm a real life savage. They gon' say I'm prone to violence, got a slaying demon habit. I know you I like how he's playing a lot of scripture. I think yeah. that's that's what the letters to the church. The last album had a lot of scripture in it too. It's good stuff. That that song is awesome, by the way. That's only about half of it. Wow. And then we're I think it was this one. I should have wrote down the song titles because I'll probably get this one wrong, but Hey Bryson this, Bryson that everybody got I'm my right name in it, mouth. I'm way down. <laughs> I really live this in real life, though. You just, you just on the internet. Ha! Hey, I really live the Bible. That's why I can't be exposed. They act like my friend, but feel convicted, then become my foes. And they talk tough on the internet, but really, they just trolls. Argue over man biology, but they ain't saving souls. They say, Bryson, you too harsh. They'll say the same thing about Jesus. How I know? Because I just take the scriptures and repeat it. I'm not here exposing darkness. Shit, I read that in Ephesians. Close their eyes when I read the Bible. They don't want to see it. It's mainly new music too. There's 19 songs on this album. That's a lot. By the way, that's a lot. He put out a um, little promo a YouTube clip talking about how it's uh, it's number one on the Christian, you know, Christian music charts. So he's definitely, you know, he's getting a lot of traction, which is cool. I think he's still 260,000 followers on. Uh, wow subscribers on youtube so that's good and that's you know i'm sure that's getting throttled back quite a bit anyway still been he just hasn't pounding out this is a subscription channel right he has now yeah yeah you do have to pay seven bucks a month for yeah. this but you know i i know he he's putting out he's put out a couple of the songs on this album on youtube but you know he gets flagged quick. They do, and they get banned. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. And if, you know, if he puts out one song that offends people, you know, then he gets strikes on his YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, so at this point, you know, this unfortunately might be the future that we all are looking at here. You know, if you want to speak your mind, speak the truth, uh, speak what you think is true, any of that stuff is, you know, they're quickly trying to shut that down. It's pretty obvious. Well, yeah. at least over the air. We haven't had anybody come to us in our private conversations. I don't know how much further that's going to be. But, as long as, but if we speak freely over the air, that's what's being voiced out, just like our show got knocked out from uh, whatever uh, Anchor FM we were on. It, it's that easy. You can just get rid of a small voice like ours, and no one even pays or bats an eye to it, dude. You know, you're right. I just... It's crazy because I think most, I would say, the majority of people, they don't even, the battle's going on between their ears. Like we were talking about a couple weeks ago with that fifth generational warfare where, you know, before you even can enter the spiritual war, you've already defeated yourself in between your ears. And that's what I've noticed. A lot of people that's, you know, they're scared to say anything. They don't. You know, don't want to offend, don't want to say the wrong thing. <sighs> well, and you and you see that even like on the, the content creator on YouTube, how 
they they're able to talk about rape, for example, but they can't say the word rape. They can say they can describe it and say everything about the word if it, there's a victim. But even if there's a victim, they can't say this victim's a rape victim because just the word rape, they have whatever algorithm things they're listening to it, and they get flagged. We we we've had uh, you've seen on YouTube even what do you call it? Um, educational documentaries get flagged over words, and you're gonna. <laughs> but it's it's yeah. Let's keep keep diving into this uh, Christian talk. I like it. Kind of gets to what we were talking about just a second ago about speaking your mind. It's I've been doing a lot of uh, Bible study, uh, thankfully in the last couple months. And one of the biggest things I have taken away from the two, uh, they're not really Bible study like, you know, I'm used to where you read the Bible and go in a circle and read a couple, you know, lines and verses and then go. We're basically, it's a structured Bible study, so they kind of have a, you know, a, a presentation they're trying to go with. But long story short, what I, the thoughts that are now in my mind that weren't when I went in was that I always was afraid to say anything to someone about my faith and maybe trying to encourage them, you know, or challenge them to think about it. And what I've learned in the last couple months is that, you know, nobody's perfect and we're, we're the exact we're the exact amount that you need for whatever's happening. You know, if you're walking with God, you know, he's going to help you speak the right words to these people. Even if you, you know, don't have all the experience, you're not a, you haven't been a Christian for a long time. You still have something to offer. And, uh, I think the, and I'm going to get it all wrong, but when they, when the kid brought the, the fish and the loaves, to the thousands, right, or tens of thousands that were hungry. They found them. They found them among the people, and they were hungry. And and he happened to have uh, five loaves of uh, barley bread yep. and two two fish. And he and he broiled, walked two broiled fish. And he walked up and was this is all I have. No, they the I just read the story. Yeah. And so no, the the apostles took this up to them. This is what we have. And he goes, "You have people sit down." They sat down. There was. Tall grass for them to sit down. They didn't. They didn't say the group. I think it must have been twelve. But they were, and every group was five thousand men, and every group. I don't know if you've. Uh, I've. I've fed. Uh, we've had church services, and we've had to feed like feed like two hundred and fifty people. It's tough to feed two hundred and fifty people. Imagine five thousand, mm-hmm. and not only that, they say that they had enough to eat, where they picked up. Um, the fragment pieces mm-hmm. left over, and they had twelve baskets full. Mm-hmm. So everybody had enough to eat, and then some. And you know, my the what I took away from that is just because you don't have a lot to offer, just because you think that you don't have a lot to offer, that it, it is exactly the amount that is needed every time. You know, you, you feel like well, this. You know, I'm not, I'm not that good of a guy or I'm not, you know, I don't, why should I speak up? You know, I, you know, but 
every time when you, it's, it's fascinating to me that, and maybe that's just my self doubt, you know, kind of being a newer Christian, but there's doubt in, in when you speak to people, because you think that you may offend. There's so many people right now that are walking around with like, um, like a lolly, lolly, da, you know, world. We've, we've gone through it. I've had this experience just this last weekend where I'm sitting down with people that I care about. But I can't talk politics with them or can't. They want to talk about baseball games and going to baseball games. And I haven't gone to a baseball game in a while. They got the vaccination so that they can go to these events. And I now don't don't really care about these events. And so you can't talk about what my life has been since. Because what my life has become is or part of it was I didn't take this vaccination. You're sitting with people who believed in it. And they believe in this whole cock and ball shit. Sorry for the language, but they believe in it. How do you talk to them? How, so the best way I can think about is the way a rabbi said to me one time. He said that sometimes the best way to speak about God is when someone asks you, how are you doing today? You say, thank God I'm doing fine. Or thank God I'm doing this. That's a way that you can start the conversation. I've had great conversations with people like that, and I would mention, thank God I'm doing fine, or thank God you know, I'm, we're here. And the person who served me that I saw every day that I would repeat that, eventually would say, well, God, God's been good to me too. So that's how you start a conversation. And so it could be easy as that, you know, or... As much as going onto a corner and yelling out, you know, repent, repent, and repent. Well, I honestly, buddy, I think most people are even below that because they don't want to even speak out. They don't and even want to. Those aren't. Those aren't. But that's that's my my intention with everything that I just spewed out is that what you have, you guys, right now is enough. Just go and talk. Like, don't wait to be. Oh, you know, I'm going to be, you know, a better Christian, smarter or whatever. What you have right now is enough. Well, is, is my whole point to all that, you know, because I think for me, I held myself up because I didn't think that, you know, I had it. I had anything to offer type thing, you know, so I'm just I'm just trying to encourage people to. And, and you know, it's true on that. And my I'll add to it that. I, I strongly believe in studying the Holy Scriptures, the Bible. And I really believe that that's really how you come to that conclusion. It, it, it's helped me to just figure out my own thought process. You know, how self-centered and as we were talking, using the word lust and how that's what we're, I'm covering with. I know this is going a little further than we were talking about, but I find that that is what gives me everything that you were saying. The, the encouragement, the, the morals that I want to strive for, mm. the, the heroes that I read there that I, I want to emulate and the pitfalls that I see people fell that I want to avoid, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and just believing that, being faithful to God and, and observing his laws, that that's how, through that, I'll meet God, I'll know who he thinks, because 
That's how you receive the spirit. For only the spirit knows the man, right? So only the spirit knows God. So that's how you receive it. It's getting long, but well, no, there's a lot to this. This is awesome. I don't. I'm, we can talk about this the whole episode. I, dude, this is therapy for me. So, so you guys have to sit through my uh, my weekly therapy. So enjoy. So I think that doing that is what will help us with what you've been talking about. That it will, and and you don't have to worry about whether I understand what I'm reading because it's God who gives us understanding, and it's He who 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 will. You can read through the scriptures. It, it's even the apostles. If you read uh, Mark or excuse me, Matthew, the last chapter, it wasn't until that where you see where he finally gave them understanding. Meaning, he they finally understood all. They've been walking with him for such a long time, and he's about to be taken into heaven in flesh, and he finally lets them understand everything he was talking to them about. So eventually that comes out, but that's why I try to encourage everybody, read your Bible, man. Don't worry about whether you understand it or not. Understanding will come. You know, if you're being honest with yourself and you really are trying to find truth, it will come through it. And, you know, I I, I right now am trying to, or I'm going to implement fasting because I want to get more understanding. Yeah, we had, Mutt Dog and I had a, we should have recorded it as usual, but a, f- a full on 45 minute conversation before the show about discipline and fasting and how that strengthens your ability to resist. I believe it strengthens your ability to resist sinning, you know, to resist yeah. the thoughts that are coming in and out Keep because conscious, because we were talking about when you're, when you're fasting, all you get is thoughts to quit thoughts to stop thoughts to do this you know you're just getting all these thoughts through your head you know oh you feel sick oh you know you you don't feel good you know something's wrong with your body you should probably eat you know like all just so many voices <laughs> coming through my head and you resist them all and just uh i know i'm not supposed to talk about it but because i don't think you're supposed to like talk about fasting i think it says that in the bible right no what it says is that they, 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 uh, the, Lord talks about, the Lord talks yeah. about a part where the Pharisees, what they liked is that people noticed that they were fasting. Yeah. Because they like high places in in the in the churches when they would eat. Yeah. They wanted to have the seat right in front. They, when they They'd would walk to the marketplace, they would look at the here fasting. comes the priest. God says, no, if you're fasting, wash your face, get yourself clean. Mm-hmm. That's between you and I. Mm-hmm. Because we're trying to get God to remember us. Look at the universe and everything God does. You're trying to. It's like, it's like being, it's like being the middle child of a big family, and you're trying to get your father's attention. Hmm. And you have this need, and it it might be the answer. There's a song by Garth Brooks that really hit me. He says, "There's a, a some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Not everything we pray for, God's also going to give us." Sometimes through his wisdom, he knows it's better for us not to get what we're asking for. And we might not be able to see right then and there that it was a good thing that we didn't get it. But down the road, you can go, oh, if I would have done that, I wouldn't have been able to see whatever Mm -hmm. you have at this moment. Yeah, there's, what's the saying, um, and maybe a verse, where, uh, you know, good things, ah, I'm going to mess it up. It's basically like bad things have a purpose for good. Yeah. What's every? 
I don't. I don't exactly. I, know, I can't but remember the first. I know that the one thing that has helped me understand is that everything That's a hard is one, for though. the glory of God, mm, whether well, it's yeah. good or bad. What did Job said when his wife goes, "Look, you're you're dying, you're suffering. Why don't you go praise your God?" He goes, "What are we only going to praise God through the good times, not through the bad time? God gives, God takes away, mm-hmm. but I'm still he still praised God." The best part of all this is if there was any demons listening to this uh, audio, they are gone now. So we, we can speak freely and not have to worry about any evil demons you know, like, so listening to the show. Because they, they're were, squirming right now. <laughs> you were mentioning holding back. And just previously, as we started talking about this, I was attempting to hold myself back because this is such a deep subject. It is. It's such kinda. a fun subject for me to get into that I can beyond nerd out. Mm-hmm. on this because as a guy who just recently started reading the scriptures meaning three four years ago it's like a tradesman a tradesman wants to teach someone else's trade it's something cool about it and the same thing is that you've learned all these great things about the bible and you read these scriptures how they affected you and you want to share with everybody you want to tell other people about it yeah the power the peace yeah. that you find, the peace, yeah. the peace alone that you find on it. Mm-hmm. And that old saying, not old saying, the old scripture saying that says that God says he, he removes the yoke off your neck of this world, your problems, and he gives you your his yoke, meaning obeying his word and doing what mm-hmm. he asks you to do. Mm-hmm. And he goes, the yoke I put on you is not heavy or burdensome like your yoke. So God is taking you all those problems off you and just these are what you have to worry about. Don't worry about these stuff. What you need to worry about Keeping my statuses, doing my will, okay, mm-hmm. and it's e- it's not that it's easy. It's just a less burden than having to have all that junk that goes through your mind or mm-hmm. sins or lust or whatever it is that you're going after. Pride, the new word, pride. Yeah, ego Everyone forgets how that's such an evil word. Mm-hmm. It's pride who brought the devil down from heaven. Mm-hmm. It's pride, and now Target is selling. Pride clothing. Yeah, but I think they, they tried because I know they were have Man, that's a whole other subject. Let's stay on this. So speaking of country music, you brought up Garth Brooks, right? Yeah. Uh, this is Buddy Brown on YouTube. Uh, I think we've played a couple of his clips before. If you guys aren't subscribed to him and you're into Christianity and stuff, please subscribe He's to him. He's pretty dope. Dude, really good, like, backcountry thoughts you know and uh i've watched this guy go f- this is another guy i've watched Bro, why him- do you show me these videos these are the places i want to move to you see how beautiful <laughs> his background uh, yeah i don't know where he's from but yeah it is nice he's talking about he's got like a thousand acre ranch and all this <laughs> stuff but i've watched him go from 400 and something he had a lot of followers when i first found him 400 and something he's at almost a million followers now subscribers wow. and this that's is almost as many as we get listeners on the show that's right Uh, And this is why, right here. Our job is to not back down from calling right, right, and wrong, wrong. So whatever we judge biblically, it's got to be done in love or don't even bother. I hope you're ready for the last 30 seconds of this because it's going to hit hard. I hear a lot of people say, well, I don't feel like I'm in a position to judge because my God would never judge a person who lives that way. My God is loving and accepting. And here's the cold, hard truth. This God they're talking about, lowercase g, it ain't the God of the Bible. Yeah, God is loving and accepting and gracious, but he also says that he's going to judge sin. 
The saints are in charge of keeping the order until he returns to make sure we know good from evil. So when people redefine God in their own image, they're violating the first commandment, which is don't have any other gods before me. They're worshiping themselves. So when I read the actual Greek word for the first time about 10 years ago, it felt like a thousand pounds just got lifted off my chest. We're supposed to discern and we're supposed to judge people and situations and behavior, but never to condemn as if we're the Mm -hmm. ones sitting up there on that throne making that decision. Because Mm -hmm. The important part is, as I read the scripture today, is that we're supposed to judge each other, those of us who are inside the church, because that's how we're going to help each other with the word of God to help each other, those of us who are inside, meaning believers. The non-believers, God's already judging them because they don't believe. As it says in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 18, they already don't believe. They're already judged. God's taking care of those people. That's why they're walking around kind of lost. But the who he's talking about, if you keep it in perspective, it's talking about the church. Hmm. Like you and I are now members of the church. If you see me doing something and you know the scripture or you know I'm not doing wrong, yeah. you know that so, you're held, even even in Deuteronomy, you're held accountable because you know yep. that I'm in sinning. So how's how's that apply to the people outside your church? Well, that's, that's again, that's mm-hmm. God's business. Mm. Now, our job is to go out and to call them, talk make, to them. Make disciples and, and too. And maybe yeah. someone, because God says, because in the book of John, and I believe whatever chapter six, it talks about how God's calling them, calling them. And when you talk to them about the word of God, if they belong to God, just like you did, if you belong to God, then when I when we speak to you about God, then you're going to recognize that you're talking about God. And you go, hey, I belong to God. And then just like you did, you'll come to church. Because whoever belongs to God, God's calling. He goes, whoever recognizes my voice, those who belong to me, hear my voice and recognize me and follow me. See, just like you, you don't see that, but you for a long time didn't recognize it. And somehow God woke you up, you recognized his voice, and you said, I accept you. You accept, you recognized his voice. Your spirit knew that you belonged to him. And so you recognized his voice, meaning his word. You recognized it, and then you came to him because he let you recognize him. Yeah, I mean it. It was it was de- it's still a journey. You oh, know what I mean? For I, all of us. I, I don't think for me there was never a moment where. Well, I guess there was a you know baptism was probably that that pinnacle moment, but you know I know you're supposed to be there. Uh, you know when you get baptized, already be there type of thing. But I I almost see it as like you got to. I got to keep walking that way. You know, you, if, you, if I think I'm there, then I start slacking, you know. But see, that's, start, what, that's what we're supposed to, as Paul says, you know, Paul planted Apollos water, but God grows, right? So someone spoke to you, they planted the seed. Then someone teaches you, they water you. But it's through that teaching, that watering, that God's using that planting and that watering to give you faith. That's why it's important that the people who are up in the pulpit preaching are also following the rules of God. And not only follow them, they're the impediment of what the word is and to, to be holy as he says as he is holy. And that's why it's so important to watch our leaders and how they're following, you know, because that'll affect us. Yeah, I think 
for me, it, I kind of worked through this with a buddy at work where, you know, cause it's basically this whole show is kind of us judging evil, you know, that we see around the world. And, you know, I, I questioned at a certain point, you know, at the beginning of the year, probably I questioned myself and the show just kind of going, you know, I'm not, I'm a sinful dude. You know, what right do I have to call out other people's sins? Yeah. You know, that, that was kind of my mentality. And then luckily, like I said, you know, through those, those couple uh, Bible studies and then talking with you and a couple guys, other guys that I kind of came to that understanding that, you know, you're supposed to judge. You're just not supposed to like condemn and throw them out forever. You know, you always give them that, that hand to say, Hey man, are you, you ready to start going the good way? Okay. You're not okay. You know, but you don't banish them and condemn them. You know, that's not our, our well, spot, it, it depends, but you gotta be hard right? on people. No, well, I it think. depends because Paul does bring about it in, in, it's not, um, Ecclesiastics, I always get that wrong. But Paul talks about a brother in the church that got married to his father's wife, okay, to his stepmother. Whoa. And if you notice that even in the scriptures, even if you read Deuteronomy, you're not, to, you're not supposed to marry your father's wife or mess with her his concubine or anything like that. And Paul talks about how that brother... Because of that is such a wicked sin and God does not forgive that sin that he threw him out of the church. And his hope was that through throwing him out through the church that God would deal with him and somehow God would would save his soul. Maybe he'll repent. Maybe he'll see because back in the days to be thrown out of the synagogue or to be thrown out of the church is like you're out of the community. Yeah. And so that's what he talks about. So that's why I'm saying among inside the church, the word is what we use to judge each other. That's why he also says in the same book when we have a case with our neighbor that we should bring it to the elders and talk through the word of God to see if we can fix the problem with our neighbor instead of going to court and going in front of a godless man who has no faith or fear of God. So there is these rules of conduct among us, you know, because it's the church. Now, everyone outside the church, that's, they're going to, God's already, God has already, is, is already dealing with them because to not think of God is a punishment already. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we have a friend who we see him. He kind of wants God but doesn't want God. And because he rejects him, look at all the problems. He, no, nothing satisfies him. He can have the most beautiful woman and she does everything erotically for him. And it's not enough for him. Because you can't appreciate that person for what it is. And the only way you can appreciate that person is through God's eyes and he teaches you what that person means to you. Like through God is who teaches me what my wife means to me. People might think, oh, you should know that already. No, guys, we, if that was so true, there wouldn't be so many massage parlors. And uh, here is another YouTuber. I'm sure this, this girl looks like she's a TikToker too, but uh, Jackie Stout and a buddy of mine sent this over to me. The and, nurse. And it's, you know, I've been watching a, a couple of her videos and they're really actually inspiring and pretty good. I don't know if uh, I've only watched like three of them. So she's got a bunch. 
but this one I thought I thought fit in with the end of the show. Um, I was going to play it at the end, but oh well. With one prayer. Don't stop praying. Don't give up praying. You have an enemy. But you've got the King of Kings and Lord of Lords right behind you. You're way more powerful than him. It's a lot of inspiring stuff. And that's usually what I what we say for the end of the show. This is why we I I I believe that if any victory we've been having lately with this tyrannical government that wants that is just wickedly pushing whatever evil agenda it's doing, prayer is what's been giving us those victories. That's why I tell everybody at the end of the show to please pray to please pray for Hollywood and I. And Hollywood and I would pray for you. That it's it's sincere, guys. I truly believe in prayer. One hundred percent. Trying to find that uh, clip, but I did not uh, label it. Hmm. Maybe this one. Nope. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's, we're finally the right show they decided to sponsor. We're going to move out of this and move into something else here. What do you think? Got anything else you want to no, no, uh, I mean, wrap we, it, all that up with? I I just hope it doesn't. It it may sound sombering, honestly. No, but it's a. But one thing I did want to, to, to no, it's mention supposed to be encouraging. Before we end this, what Hollywood was saying earlier about the way we do this show. My response is, as I've told Hollywood since he and I met each other like seventeen years ago, and he was talking about a podcast show seventeen years when I met him. He was always about the way I spoke and and. Um, how I, the angles I came through it. Every answer I'm going to give is because of the scriptures I read and if whatever the, our government or anybody's talking about, I measure it up to the scriptures and that's how I my conclusions come to. Or I come to a conclusion if that's correct. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I guess I guess we need to talk about the uh, biggest news of the year here so far. <sighs> Breaking news. Well, Twitter and Tucker Carlson are teaming up, and he put this video out, I think, just today. And it's it had over 100 million views on Twitter in less than 24 hours. The last video he had, I watched it climb, I think it was 90-something million by the time I stopped looking at it. He got more views, like, I don't know how many, 10 times or 20 times more than Fox News got that day or any of the news networks. Amazing. It's going to be awesome, you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily... What do you think, necessarily... Bo? Do you think this guy's a uh, plant? Well, I'm not necessarily... Uh, you know, we, we've learned this. Don't trust, you know, don't put your trust in any man. But, yeah. you know, as far as... You know, because we always talk about this purity test and how dangerous it is because no man is perfect. We know that. There's no way that we could agree with everything someone says. But if you're willing to at least voice the same concerns that I have in the world, then you're you're kind of on my, you know, you're on my good list, even if I don't agree with everything you say. And I have a little suspicion you're still saying something which is way more than the, you know, I don't know. Well, it, how many, I mean, we could count literally on our hands how many people that we respect that are, you know, in this world 
There, there's not many, you know. Well, it's, it's as Bryson Gray would say about DeSantis. That's one of them. It's, it's about how he goes, you know, I want to like him, but his answers and what he's doing is just so perfect. Mm. Just the perfectness, perfectionness is, makes me question who he is, you know. So not to get on a tangent, we'll get to this Tucker uh, clip here because it's riveting um, intro to what he's going to ambitiously try here. But I forgot what I was going to say, so we'll just start it. Brain fart. Big time. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can. But there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, Mm -hmm. and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter, where we are now. Twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops. Twitter is not a partisan site. Everybody's allowed here, and we think that's a good thing. And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news. You talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon. I freaking agree to that. That's what we've been jumping up and down about for, what, over two years now. We've been jumping up and down about that. I don't know, my friend. I, I This seems to be going two things, right? First of all, Tucker has to wait for his contract to be complete with Fox. And this goes to what Elon Musk is trying to do is he's trying to own the world, right? He's If you want the news, he wants you to go to Twitter. If you want, if you want any information, he wants you to go to Twitter for all your stuff. I, I don't know exactly what to think of this. Well, you know, how planned is this? How, you know? You know, I take it, I take it to the agencies that were proven you know, through the Twitter files and all kinds of other releases where, you know, our own government agencies were controlling our speech and thought, you know, to the point of, you know, like we were talking about banishing people off of platforms because of supposed disinformation and misinformation. You know, this is a really dangerous, dangerous place we're in. I I don't really understand I guess, you know, I remember watching that AOC clip where she's talking about how they need to remove, you know, she's glad they removed uh, Tucker and all that stuff. But, you know, I really feel like just like Trump and the (laughs) BS rape stuff, that the more you try to push people out, 
the more credibility and the more people get behind them. And this is what I've noticed with Trump. It seems like every time there's an indictment or whatever, his the polling actually increases. He gets more people to vote for him, you know, in these well, polls. So what, what that's the, the good good news. One of the other things I heard that uh, the lawsuit that Fox had with Dominion, that part of the the settlement was that they had to get rid of Tucker. I heard that too. So Just I don't know exactly day. if that's Fox trying to get their faith back. But it's uh, interesting, don't you think? I mean, why would Dominion want him off? Why? I, I don't know. Well, so, okay. We've talked about this before. Uh, disinformation and misinformation now by our government is deemed a terrorist act to call, to spread or disseminate, you know, a, uh, speak misinformation they consider you a national security threat oh yeah so this this is kind of what we're looking at with tucker that's kind of where i go to on all that is that it's not um it's not even you know dominion as far as i i can tell there's someone talking about it too that blackrock has got their fingers all up in dominion got their fingers all up in fox so this, you know, it could and literally be BlackRock House. They didn't have to start anything. All they did is invest money in all these little companies without any ideas, without any one of them. And now they go in there and now control them. Yeah. Do you, do you think maybe the CIA would want to be involved with election machines? Possibly <laughs> like, duh. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's funny how we, we as a society, we don't have any suspicion towards these um, election systems. We do, but they were crushed by the media. Yeah, we were. They still will not talk about election fraud on YouTube. None of the programs that I watch will mention that word yeah. on YouTube, nor on Instagram or on Facebook or anything, anything. So, you know, if you consider election misinformation, because we read through the um, notification from Spotify when it popped up, and they had specific misinformation examples, and it was, you know, COVID, it was election stuff. I'm trying to think of the other one. There was three of them. But that's what Tucker does is, you know, he hits on Big Pharma, he hits on election systems, he hits on... You know, all the things that they want to deem misinformation and that we're not supposed to talk about, he talks about it. So in my mind, I don't know if they approached him or if they approached Fox and said, this guy's a national security threat because he's spreading misinformation. The lawsuit could have been part of it, but I, I honestly, you know, after seeing what the FBI did to Twitter, as far as, you know, basically having them censor people and it was always due to national security. You know, they're, they're spreading misinformation that could cause blah, blah, blah. So what, what, what's interesting about Tucker, I think it gave Fox news legitimacy, you know, and that, that they were being oh, when a, he was there. A, a real news yeah. company because you had a guy talking like that, but then you'd have like 
Um, what's the other idiot that's on their show that comes after Tucker? Oh, um, yeah, Hannity. I don't Hannity. Even care. Yeah. But did you notice his ratings? That guy's been on the air for like 20-something years, and he would piggyback off Tucker's show, mm-hmm. and people would watch. Now that Tucker's not on his show, the guy's basically gained a zero rating. That guy's been on for 20-something years. You're telling me that he doesn't have a following strong enough to keep watching him? No. Is that I believe that they were all riding on Tucker Carlson's um, coattails. And I I think this is when they got rid of him. It just showed that Fox is no different of MSNBC, mm-hmm. NBC, ABC, CBS. There's no difference between them well, anymore. I think No Agenda was talking about that years ago, that uh, controlled opposition for sure, but... They, the intention of Fox is to make Republicans look stupid. That well, was, and, that was no agenda's kind of angle on it, you know? And it's interesting that that news network, Fox, which was supposed to be conservative, the whole family, the Murdoch family, they're all liberals, bastards that give money to all these, they mm-hmm. abortion, but yet they disguise themselves that they own a conservative news network. Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. it, 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 again, we have all these psyops who are undercover and they're all wolves in sheep's clothing. They were supposed to be the opposite. Again, what finally showed them is they got rid of Tucker, but it was true. And now they have all this backlash. Just like Bud Light. No one's watching Fox right now. They're assuming that people will just return. Mm-hmm. But I believe that there's a swing where. Because of this Bud Light catastrophe for them, that there's a momentum on the conservative side that says, wait, wait a minute. We can actually shut these people down, really shut them down. Not just threats that we're going to ask for Bud Light to fire you. No, no. Actually destroy a company by saying, we refuse to buy your, your stuff. We, we refuse to support you. Mm-hmm. They they destroyed their own company. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know Fox, what I mean? <laughs> Fox did the same thing. They destroyed their own company. But what we're seeing is because of these things they're doing with that ESG score, no matter what, they're still going to be allowed to borrow money cheap. Yep. You yep. and I are paying out our nose to borrow money. But these guys have access to what they call cheap money. Yeah, the... Anheuser-Busch CEO or whatever, you see he doubled down on, and, and, and it's crazy, you guys, we're talking about this, because he doubled down and said that the reason that they're having sales issues and all these all this drama is because of misinformation. Because misinformation was allowed to spread on Twitter and everywhere, and, it, and he, so he's literally not taking any responsibility, and he's blaming the people for it's just like as usual this doubling down and never admitting guilt what is wrong with well, these no, people because you then, can't admit but fault now, but now <laughs> you, guys, you see come that on. they got struck by both sides because the group that they're supposedly supporting are now boycotting their products also you have these new york chicago gay bars are refusing yeah, to sell their light. you see at the red sox game dude i'm seeing it at this grocery stores I, I've never. I thought it was just a fluke, but dude, the blue box of Bud Light—they're stacked. Yeah, they're double stacked. No one's buying it. We'll get into the Bud Light thing here in a second. I wanted to remind people. This guy's interesting. Uh, 
remind people because it happened quick and it's kind of faded away the whole Twitter file stuff. But this is um, what's his name? It's not Taibi. It's the other guy. No, um, Schellenberg or Michael Schellenberg. But uh, he kind of goes through a little bit of this, and this is all just in context for what we were just talking about with this, this guy was interesting dude. misinformation and disinformation thing. And, and, mm-hmm. and what I like about this guy is that he's not a conservative. Oh no, he's definitely he, a he li- just, liberal. They, it, type it's like guy. it's like the old saying: "Go, the government just screwed with the wrong guy." They made this guy wake up. Interesting, the war on terror had waged disinformation campaigns, propaganda campaigns, and it became clear to us. You know, over time, that the U.S. government had turned its propaganda and disinformation campaigns that it had been waging abroad, it turned them against the American people, and that was where you just sort of get chills up your spine, and you were like, "This something seriously sinister is going on." That's the Smith Mund Act, right? Where they they are now allowed to propagandize their own citizens legally. You know, where they were, it was illegal before that. Remember the no, I remember No Agenda covered that. This right. was back in Obama days. Uh, they took that out, so now it's illegal to propagandize their our own citizens, which is you know the C, you know who propagandizes around the world. It's the CIA and American Look, or guys, AID or whatever all these guys. So they're doing it here. I I I we don't talk usually about company business to the audience, but we've had the government approach us to say to make a commercial for uh, psychiatric telephone numbers that you can get psychiatric help you know that the line is uh i went through psychiatric help and i find it to be quite helpful i know that it may have a bad uh stereotype but i have taken and you're seeing comedians podcast shows all these so-called influencers being hired by these people to say hey you have psychological problems Call this 1-800 number or this one thing and Pedophiles R Us will give you a great psychology to help you out with your problems. This is what they're doing, bro. They're using these people to do exactly what this guy is saying. So now we will call them and what do you think they're going to tell us over the phone? And what I've heard is what did they did they'll subscribe, prescribe you what? Medication. Because you're not thinking just right. And most of those guys, who are they being? Who are they being funded by? Pharmaceutical companies. And I'm just using that as one example, meaning what he's saying right here. What 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 Schwab is saying here right now? Schellenberger. Schellenberger saying right now. It's exactly what they're doing. Oh, just wait. It gets better. Do we know when this began? Like, when did they infiltrate these organizations? Because I'm, I'm sure it's not just Twitter, right? I'm sure right. it's... Oh, no, absolutely not. That's part of what was so terrifying is that it was all of the social media companies, including Boom. Wikipedia, by the way, which we don't Except talk enough time about, culture podcast. but also all of the mainstream news organizations are all being organized. So when does it start? You know, it really – what you're looking at is the apparatus that was created by the war on terror over the last 20 years starting after 9-11. Then there was a battle against ISIS because ISIS was successfully recruiting on social media. So there was sort of a counter-ISIS recruiting campaign that occurred. Then you get the big event is Brexit 2016, Trump's election in 2016 and the establishment just freaks out. 
absolutely freaks out. And they there's a lot of different motivations here. So one of the motivations is just to Trump blame syndrome. Facebook, blame social media for Trump's victory. <laughs> it was never true. I don't really think anybody really believed it. There's just, you know, it just there was just for a variety of reasons we can talk about. There's never any good evidence that the whatever Russians did had much of any influence, any measurable influence on the outcome uh-huh. of the campaign. But they started to scapegoat the. That's saying a lot coming from a liberal guy. No, and for how him much to money, admit that. How much was that? Seventeen million dollars that Mueller spent to investigate RussiaGate, and nothing came out. <sighs> yeah, seventeen million dollars. I know. How, how much have we spent to investigate the Bidens and their ties to Ukraine and China? Huh, bro. <laughs> how are you going to question how, the most popular president ever elected? That's right. Most uh, fairly elected. Bro. Uh, but two impeachments from Trump for Trump. Oh, the, the latest are, one. Are we going to impeach? One, they, they couldn't get him for rape, but uh, just for because uh, people talk about sex assault, uh, you're going to be charged $2 million. You're like, that thing is wow. Let's keep going. The social media companies as a way to get control over them. And so then they start – then in 2017, they set up – well, two things happen or many things happen. The Department of Homeland Security – just declares election infrastructure to be part of their mission of protecting election infrastructure. And that meant protecting the media environment, protecting, protect, put it that in quotes, you know, it's creepy. It's patronizing. Mm -hmm. It's a power move. So that's the first thing that happens. They create something called the cybersecurity and infrastructure security agency within the department of Homeland security. CISA. To, supposedly protect the media environment from foreign influence. They create something called the the Foreign Influence Task Force with the FBI to basically start policing domestic speech on these platforms. That's what happened they start to us. organizing all the social media companies to, to participate us. in these meetings. So you had Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, in here, and he says to you, there's this critical moment where you ask about the Hunter Biden laptop, and he goes, well, yeah, um, you know, in the summer of 2020, all these FBI guys come to us saying yeah, there's going to be a hack and leak operation involving Hunter Biden. He's cool, eh? according to to Joe Rogan, that he just won a gold medal in a jiu-jitsu competition, and he wore a mask and a hat to not let people know who he was, and he won a gold medal. So, that, so now he's cool, according to Joe Rogan. Okay. Listen to this. And he goes, well, yeah, um, you know, in the summer of 2020, all these FBI guys come to us saying there's going to be a hack and leak operation. Listen to that. Yeah, I I, I saw. Dude. Yep. (laughs) Like what? It's true. It's all true. So. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Involving Hunter Biden, which is super suspicious Uh because. As everybody now knows, the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop in December 2019. Mm. What freaked me out, and I was, I had, so by the way, I was a victim of the Hunter Biden laptop disinformation. I thought that, I, I voted for Biden. I thought that it was a, I thought that that laptop was Russian disinformation. I just bought the whole thing. And this is some, from somebody who, you're a journalist. I'm supposedly a journalist, right? <laughs> supposedly the right So called journalist. I bought it. You know, I'm still a big liberal in so many ways. And everybody I knew was like, oh, you know, and besides Trump, it was just he's so – for all the reasons that progressives bought that the laptop was fake, I bought that it was fake. So 
So then when you realize that it was real and that everything in that New York Post story on October 14th, 2020 was was accurate. Fire. I start seeing stuff in the emails. The thing that really freaked me out was this thing that Aspen Institute, a, a call, it's called a tabletop exercise, and it was actually a Zoom call to role play how to deal with a Russian hack and leak around Hunter Biden. This is like in June of 2020. So this is like months before the New York before months before Rudy Giuliani gets that la- the laptop, but before Rudy Giuliani gives the laptop to New York Post. Why in the hell is Aspen Institute holding a tabletop exercise to pre-bunk? Basically, they are training or brainwashing all these journalists. Wow. I mean, it's CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, Wikimedia uh, Foundation, the Wikipedia folks, um, the networks, all of the social media companies all coming together. Dang. This just proves, remember those uh, (sighs) clips that we would have that every news network across the country, every news channel – would open up their news with the same verbiage, the yeah. same words. Yeah. And this makes sense about but man. That is fire right there. That is like f- and, full and, on and flamethrower stuff. Right, with our reporters that what this reporter was forced to go through was being canceled and being taken off his whole thing. That's what it usually takes for a reporter like this liberal gentleman to to open up his mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah, when and, it happens to him. And, and, yeah. and, but it's but it's amazing to me what it took for this guy for this to happen. I mean, I didn't want to go any further about it. I just it's amazing that what it took for this guy to open his eyes. What exactly happened? It had to happen to him to believe all the stories that oh, there is cancel culture. Yeah, he just got canceled, and now he believes it. What's fascinating too is. After all this evidence, you know, clear paperwork, paper trail evidence, right? What's happened? Have they shut that agency down? Have they shut that system down of, of you know, basically strong arming companies to do what uh, the FBI wants them to do? I don't, I mean, I haven't heard anything, you know, McCarthy that dude's literally, uh, did he like forget how to talk? Cause I haven't heard that guy say anything. You know, I, I had probably way too high hopes for him, but let me, can I, re, can I play one from old one? Just to what happened before he ran for president and former vice president Joe Biden finds himself in more hot water this week. Just confirmed a Ukrainian court ordered Joe Biden to be formally listed in a criminal case. The crime the alleged firing of Ukraine's former prosecutor general, Viktor Shokin, in exchange for dropping an investigation into Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and the company for which he was a board member, Burisma Oil. Shokin formally called for an investigation into his firing back in February of 2020, claiming the Ukrainian government at the time relieved Shokin of his post in exchange for $1 billion in loan guarantees promised by Biden. A bribe Biden himself admitted to doing. The prosecutor's not fired. You're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> you got fired. But at the t- and when did the laptop come out? 2020? When was it? He was just talking about it right now. And I knew it. So that whole time that all this was coming out, the Burisma, everything, all during the same time. But yet that, is, that man, Joe Biden, got elected president. 
being the most corrupt. I mean, dude, mm-hmm. openly corrupted. You know, there, there were moments, and there still is moments for me where, because I was just in case anybody doesn't know, I'll find the clip eventually. But I was talking about the Hunter Biden laptop in October of 2019. No, 2020. My bad. October 2020. I did a video podcast with the nurse and uh, the intern. And, and we laid it all out and it l- literally word for word. It's exactly what they're saying now. Yeah. There, there was no deviations from it, but there has been thoughts that have crossed my mind and went, wow, could they use the Hunter Biden laptop as a distraction from actual real serious crimes, which we know are going on well, where that's they're, what it they're was. pay to play. We're, we're reading, we're reading mm-hmm. about what happened in, in Ukraine and but what do you Obviously. think? What do you think of that though? That the Hunter Biden laptop is used as a distraction device from the real crime. I, I believe it so because of what we just heard right now. How they were preparing the news media uh, to fight it. Uh-huh. So then all we're talking about is Hunter Biden's laptop. The media fighting against it. The other people who say, "Hey, it is legitimate." And what did we stop talking about? Joe Biden threatening uh, Ukraine that if they don't get rid of this district attorney. That you're not going to get your money. Yeah, and we've talked about this, how so many other governments of the time, during that time, were involved in this. And I still am believing that this is why we had to go through lockdowns, this COVID, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I really believe that this is the reason why it was implemented, to take away all this, because there were numerous world leaders that mm-hmm. were involved with Ukraine no one mentioned that Nancy Pelosi's son was involved in it. No yeah, one mentioned yeah. that Mitt Romney's son was involved mm-hmm. in it. No one mentioned that Carrie's kids were involved mm-hmm. in it. There was a lot of our government officials that were involved in this. And again, New Zealand was involved in it. Australia was involved in it. Anyways, it goes on and on. Yeah, I mean, if if you can just, you know, I'm going to play it, you know, Mud Dog just played a little clip of it, but I'll play the whole one minute bragging clip at the Council on Foreign Relations where Biden is on TV bragging about blackmailing the Ukrainian and, and guys. And so why did anyone go up on stage and arrest him right then and there? He broke U.S. laws. No, you can. He's he's chuckling about it. He's, well, because he thinks he, it's he, hilarious. He's untouchable. Look at all. Mm-hmm. The, look at this. Well, if you have already planned for a distraction. I mean, what better uh, sensational distraction than Hunter Biden's laptop where he's smoking crack and so banging whores the whole time? for me to believe that people say, and they repeat to play this narrative, that if the, if the public would have known about the laptop, that no one would have voted for it. I think it's bogus. I think that no matter whether the laptop over this Ukraine or just Joe Biden himself... Nobody was going to vote for this foolish old man. That's why I believe that Dominion and all these voting machines and all this evidence, Maricopa is still talking about the voter fraud that we've been having. Everything, dude. It was covered to it, it covered everything. Yeah, you keep saying fraud, dude. Quit doing that. We're not supposed to use the F word in here. Voter uh, election irregularities, you could say. In ret- uh, it's hard to say, integrity? actually. Yeah, or election integrity. That's easier to say. Irregularities. Is kind but of I think there's a, there has to be more to this and why he was able to to do this, man. 
Well, because there's so many people in power that are. If this came out, we still don't have Epstein Island's list. Mm-hmm. Knowing we actually have guy, we have we have quite a bit of people on a list, but nothing. We have a guy happened. slanging medication to everybody, and he's known that he's been on that log flight log for years. Then we have other guys who were former presidents. Name them. Who are you talking about? Bill Gates. Oh, nice. Oh is yeah, it, Bill Gates loved going down there. And the, and isn't he one of the biggest drug dealers in the whole world? Uh, he's a software developer, actually, my dog. Most of what happens in the cyberspace is altering information or preventing information from being able to come forward. I think we should be on the offensive in uh, making it clear right exactly what one. we know Russia and or Putin in particular is doing. And I think we should be working much more closely with real. our European and allies around the world and exposing and getting them to stand up and acknowledge with us that this is what's happening here. That message gets through. I mean, to, to, to go back, when I got here, the last vestige of that Cold War was Radio Free Europe and Radio Limited, all. It was an attempt to broadcast the truth into, into Russia. And I think somehow... Although we just learned that they were, they've been propagandizing people outside of America up until the Smith-Mund Act was repealed in 2012. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a lot of words here. So the Smith-Munn Modernization Act 2012 amends the United States Information Educational Exchange Act of 1948 to authorize the Secretary of State and the Broadcasting Board of Governors to provide for the preparation and dissemination of information intended for foreign audiences abroad about the United States, including its people, its history, and the federal government's policies. Um, Ooh, look at this. Publications, radio, motion pictures, the internet, and other information media, including social media, and through information centers and instructors. So... Before 2012, it was only legal to do that to foreigners. After 2012, it was legal to do that to Americans and foreigners. Wow. So, I mean, that just just explains so much. I mean, it's, it's everything, you guys. You know, publications, movies, the internet, social media. Wow, the United States <laughs> International. Man. International Broadcasting Act of 1994, the Radio Broadcasting to Cuba Act, the Television Broadcasting to Cuba Act. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, it just, it's pretty obvious. So and, it just sounds like. And I check this out. They don't want us, they, they want to call it disinformation because they want the narrative that they're propagandizing yes. us to, to be the one that we hold so it's crazy, you guys, because like I said, you could easily say that this is national security. You know, that's what that's man, what they've guys, been trying. That, that's what they were trying to say that um, global warming is. That global warming, they were trying to attempt and say that it was a national security because they went from being at war with Afghanistan, 
and that this, and then you have the COVID. Remember, and then what was the next one they were supposed to have? Is to declare the war against the climate. Mm. And so that's how he was going to stay implementing. This is how he proceeds our president that he can make all these presidential decisions mm-hmm. without going through Congress, without going through the proper chambers, because he says, oh, we're still in a, in a climate catastrophe. We, I have, you know, uh, executive privileges. Mm, yeah, I mean, the f- yeah. I mean, the only thing that seems that our Congress is able to vote for is money to go to Ukraine. Everything else, nothing seems to pass. Mm-hmm. Nothing seems to be... Nothing and or and to raise the debt ceiling, they all seem to always agree on that. Mm, let's get out of this misinformation, disinformation subject. It's kind of um, it's very troubling to me. Yeah, well, it's our government, man. About this show, but it's kind of going to. Uh, I have some good news stuff. I have some bad news stuff. I have crypto news. Any of those sound interesting? Yeah, I'm hearing crypto old old uh, uh, Bitcoin might be going to zero from what I'm hearing. <laughs> For sure. In fact, that'd be a good time to buy. Is when it's saying zero. if the US comes up with that digital currency, that it's just going to kill Bitcoin. <laughs> For sure. Done. Uh, Put a fork in it. It's done. I think I'm going to move to El Salvador soon, guys. So. At XRP is likely to win this case versus the SEC, even though it already cost them over $200 million. Right, Let me know your honest right thoughts here. in the comments right down below. And now let's break down our breaking story of the day. This legislation signed by pro-Bitcoin millennial ruler Najib Bokele removes the burden of various taxes, including capital gains, import tariffs and taxes related to AI programming, software and hardware manufacturing. Quoting the president here, I've just signed into law the Innovation and Technology Manufacturing Incentives Act that eliminates all taxes, including income, property, capital gains, and import tariffs on technology innovations, software and app programming, AI, computer, and communications, hardware, manufacturing. You got to love that. You know what I mean? So massive shout out to Najib Bokele. Uh, look up crypto news alerts if you guys are interested in quick little 20-minute crypto news uh, What about the carbon podcast? tax that our president has? has declared that he's going to charge 30% interest to the transactions of Bitcoin because of all the pollution that mining Bitcoin is causing the the, the world. You guys are are shooting up a bunch of CO2 gas up to the... Uh-huh. We talked so, about that last week. The, the good thing is, go ahead and do that. What do you think that's going to do to Bitcoin's price if it's really hard to get Bitcoin? And really expensive to get Bitcoin. What do you think that? that right now? What do you think that's going to do to Where Bitcoin's right price? Now? It's twenty. Let's look it up. Uh, let me refresh. Twenty-seven thousand four hundred seventy-four. So it went up another couple grand. It's actually down a little bit. The last this is seven days. It's down five percent. Um, because it was right around twenty-eight thirty, probably last time we were recording the show Ethereum is still but yeah i mean brain brainstorm that for me so you restrict bitcoin you you tell people it's going to be way more expensive to make bitcoin 
What do you think that's going to do to Bitcoin's price? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, people still want Bitcoin. Uh, someone had a, a really cool example, and I thought it would be fitting. I wish I I wonder. It's in the podcast, but I'm not going to be able to pull it up. But I'll basically sum it up. You you say you have a bunch of wealth, right? And you want to get through the airport with your wealth. So you decide, I'm going to take some gold coins with me through the airport, you know, and travel to wherever I'm going to travel and use that money, right? How do you think that's going to work? You know, they're not going to let you through with gold coins. They're going to take them and call you a criminal. So now, okay, so I'm going to take cash. I'll take $10,000 in cash for whatever I'm, wherever I'm going to start a new life. What do you think the airport's going to do with, with your $10,000 in, in cash? You think they're going to let you through? You can take a million dollars through the airport in Bitcoin and they won't know nothing. They know nothing. You just walk through with your money, get to wherever you're going, plug in your USB stick, boom, you're, you got your cash now. So you're telling me that if I have those gold coins that John Wick has and I go through the airport and I just give one coin to somebody, they're not going to let me through? You're not John and if I go You're not John Wick, place, though, buddy. <laughs> I want to know. I want that coin that John Wick had yeah. that he just gave to everyone. I think those, were, those were gold bullions, I think, right? It was something. like a single gold well, it coin. It had a signet and it meant oh. something. Like everyone knew exactly what it meant huh? who we gave it to. Oh, yeah. But it, it was like... It was like watching an old cowboy movie. He just picked one coin on the on the on the desk, uh-huh. and it fed his horse, it fed his dog, it gave him a room, it gave him guns, mm-hmm. it gave him weapons. I like, I, I, I do appreciate how you sidestepped my uh, my question, but that I, that I, answers I, that answers everything I need to know by changing the subject on, on that one. But well, I, I I told you that I'm working on my on my chicken coop, right? I'm making it larger. <laughs> nice, another expanding. change of subject. Pretty good. I'm expanding my chicken coop because you can't eat Bitcoin. You still need eggs to eat, and so I'm I'm my eggs are getting expensive. So I know. Well, uh, so are you gonna take a bunch of eggs through the airport and take them wherever you're going? That's how you're gonna get your wealth transferred. No. Because people who want to eat are going to want to come to me and going to have to bring something to me. See, I don't have to move nowhere. Just my eggs. All I have to do is spend money on bullets to protect my eggs and shoot any guy who wants to take my eggs. And if you want to eat, you give me some Bitcoin and I'll give you some eggs. Hmm. You have to come to me. I don't have to come to you. I have food to eat. You're going to get hungry. You have to come to me. So can you think of any other stores of wealth that you can transport around without anybody knowing it? Nope, you can't. I saw the movies in the in the the, the Jewish guys how they used to like melt like melt jewelry and they they would melt chocolate and then cover their jewelry when in the chocolate. Wow. And then that's how you would put in a chocolate cover box. Wow. And that's how you would transfer your wealth out from other countries. That's how the old Jewish guys did during the like Holocaust and stuff like that. It's like that's how they were able to put that like, get jewelry. That's why a lot of guys wow. were able to come start businesses that way. Interesting, huh? Yeah, I thought they just because I always heard the stories of like shit diamonds. So they would swallow them. Some had that. And then shit them out later. Just like the mules, like the drug mules. <laughs> but I heard that there's some did with that did that like a lot of like some Italians did that too, like to bring their wealth over from Italy. Uh-huh. And so they would do the same thing, hide it in something type mm-hmm. of food, kind of like a bread and just hide all their stuff in there. So, you know, 
to keep on this crypto thing, you know, uh, this is another reason. So, so that, that example that I just gave is one of the main reasons the government is not happy about crypto in general, but specifically Bitcoin because it's so much more secure and powerful than the other cryptos. If you ask me, are kind of shit coins, but that's why they, it's such a concern for them. And they want to get that CBDC going is because they want someone to, they want people to have another option other than, you know, the crypto. So, you know, another big thing I was, I typed my own, I typed myself a note that the way that, okay, this is really hard to explain. It's going to be a long kind of story, but you can cut in anytime. So I degenerated, I turned into a degenerate a little bit last week, everybody. I'm, my name's Hollywood and I am a degenerate and I bought some Pepe coin, which is the new hot meme coin. And, you know, it's Pepe the frog, you know, which is one of my favorite uh, memes out there. So I bought a bunch and it made me kind of look at that. And I watched this, this meme coin go from 20, it was ranked 2400, 2400th uh, for market cap on the crypto list. And within three days, it went to, it went all the way up to 42nd ranked crypto in the world in three days, maybe, maybe seven days, maybe it was like a week. And it made me realize that, you know, one of the control mechanisms that the government and, you know, the powers that be use on us is financing. You know, they control us through our ability to access money, to, you know, uh, deploy money and all that stuff. And what crypto does is it sidesteps around the banking chokeholds to the point where if you wanted to be, say, say you wanted to be the the First Amendment uh, king of the world, you wanted to promote First Amendment free speech you wanted to lobby for free speech, you wanted to do all that stuff, you would need a lot of people to help you get the capital and get you know, all the experts together to do it. But with pretty much any crypto coin, even a stupid meme coin, you have gigantic communities. We're talking millions of people that are willing to buy $10, $20, $100,000 worth of this crypto coin that is really meaningless and, and stupid. But if you could, you know, focus that attention and that audience to the point where you go, Hey, we're going to do this crypto coin and we're going to crowdfund, uh, you know, name it. What do you, what do you want to, I mean, crowdfund, uh, promoting Jesus, you know, billboards, whatever you could literally, within days have massive amounts of capital, massive amounts of community all coming together to push forward some, you know, whatever your mission is, you know, whatever you, you want to, you know, change the world. You, you can, it's worldwide 24 seven. Anytime you want to get involved, you can. And I think that's what they're afraid of is because we basically, will have all the power at that point. You could literally make a coin for free. I could make a coin for free right now that says impeach Joe Biden is the coin impeach Joe Biden coin. 
you know, you, you buy the coin and in the state, the mission statement for the crypto, it says every, you know, 50% of every coin bought goes to funding, you know, lawyers to prosecute, you know, impeach and prosecute uh, Joe Biden. You could have a crowdfunded device like that, that there is no checks and balances. You know, there's, there's no gatekeeper. There's no person that says, oh no, you can't donate to this like like we all did with the GoFundMe and uh, Give Send Go for the truckers where you know I donated money to that and they sent it back to me. They told me no, we don't want your money. <laughs> but with crypto there is no there's no choke points like that, you know, and I think the power of like having a a social community that has a purpose is really that it's it's completely earth shattering and changing that there's nothing there's never been anything like that except maybe like a charity you know like a worldwide charity would be well, something similar this is what i'm thinking that's what you're talking mm-hmm. okay a lot of talking well canada did stop bitcoin from being transferred from people to people people couldn't cash it people couldn't go to the yeah, bank you need to you need to correct your words buddy cuz they did not cancel okay. anything person okay. to person okay people weren't able to get money Yes, okay. you, you couldn't get it out of the banks. Okay, yeah. so there, they stopped it. Yeah. Now. Choke point. Not, no one got arrested for transferring Bitcoin, right? Oh, I don't know. Tell you the truth. I, I, not heard I one. didn't follow up. But you yeah. know who I have heard got arrested by the government? Farmers. Farmers lately have been arrested for making their own co-ops, mm. for, for transferring food from one to another. Mm-hmm. Trying to get, they've been arrested. They've the been Amish. raided by the yeah. government. The Amish, too. Not just them. A lot of groups mm-hmm. have been mm-hmm. raided for that. The Bitcoin guys, they're being allowed to do whatever they want to do, whether it's dirty money, whether it's it's uh, uh, illegitimate group transferring money. No one seems to be stopping them except when the government wanted to stop them, they did. Okay? Through the but banks. Through the they banks. They stopped them through the banks. Yeah. But the true system that gets through the banks and the government is farm co-ops. They'll trade among themselves and they get the government out completely. Mm-hmm. They'll and barter the banks. and the banks. banks and everything. Yeah, everybody's out of the loop. And my buddies, the farmers, the egg farmers like myself, we're the ones that get raided. You're not an egg farmer. We're the ones, hey, I'm going to there. <laughs> but Man, I got to keep this guy honest. What the? Dude, I'm working on my pin right now. It's supposed to, to be the, 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 and I'm the authentic. The off my neighbor who himself bred his own chicken, so I have, I'm getting some good stock. Nice. So... What I'm trying to say to you is that that's what's being rated. So the true people are gaining is us, bro. This Bitcoin fantasy stuff is, I'm sorry. It's just to me, it's like uh, uh, King Midas and the Golden Touch. It's it, it, it's just all fantasy, bro. I'd rather focus on my buddies the farmers being arrested. Well, you can focus on both. Like what? Why can't you focus on both? You just you just don't want anything to do with Bitcoin and just, you know, you know, you probably should just maybe say that more often and then we can just move on. Well, I you believe in that. I believe in, in, in raising chickens and raising eggs and farming and I, I believe and that's how I get the government off my back and away from me. Yeah, I mean You can make your own feed with what, what you have at your own yard. You can make your own I'm just saying This is what I'm gonna do to a chicken. Oh. Right. Well, Later, chickens.
But then you then you do that, you still can't eat them. Dude, what's good about them chickens after they lay the egg, you can fry them up, freaking season them, make some chicken soup, make all kinds of stuff, dude. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Um, but I, 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 it's interesting to me the whole market of the Bitcoin. It's interesting to me, again, the interest in Bitcoin and the value that it has at this moment, and I'm still in awe of it, and I'm, and and I don't know what to make of it. To be true, do I trust it? No, I don't. But you, you got to be able to respect what you see. It, it, it's, it, it's been around now. It's gained. It's legitimate right now. We know, we know of of uh, of what is it, a beef company up in Texas? That's how they're selling mm-hmm. their beef to yeah the customers. beef initiative. Yeah, I think they're out of Texas. Yeah, yeah. You just you know I I think for someone like you you know kind of suspicious and uh, kind of bah buggy, you know. Bitcoin was created because of the last recession we had. Yeah, we've talked about this. So what do you see happening right now? We have another recession. You know, it's here. They don't want to admit it, obviously, but it's here. I I, I don't know exactly. I believe our government's going to be replaced. Our government is, it it has to. Right now, it's, to, to use the word wicked, maybe just, now starting to become like using the word racist just common but i just can't see this government continuing much longer and what it's trying to implement so you want to hold dollars no i i <laughs> i'm not lying to you about that if i had to hold bitcoin or dollars or chickens i'll hold chickens and eggs that's just what i'm saying i know but dude i mean how many banks have went down this year and it's not over. There's going to be oh. many more. But uh, the, at the, the same time, how many banks since the 2008 bailouts of the banks from President Obama were still conducting business like they did in 2008, 2009, and being bailed out was exactly what they expected was going to happen? It's a designed implosion, just like the 9-11 if, towers, if they were, all if that. They didn't have, if they didn't have to pay for the bad decisions of the housing crisis, of all those bad loans to people who couldn't afford homes. And they, and, and instead of being punished, they were rewarded that after they were bailed out by our government, uh, us, a.k.a. the people, they still received their bonuses for not making any profit. Mm-hmm. No one went to jail. And again, you had these companies like the Silicon Valley Bank. So you want to still keep doing business with them? No. Well, then That's what why do you got wh- chickens and eggs. Oh, yeah, but dude... Come on, buddy. What the? I, Drew, having Bitcoin to me is like having nothing. Okay. It's nothing. It's, they can, again, if you can't go to the bank and cash money for it, like, like that meat company, the Texas Meat Exchange, mm-hmm. eventually they have to cash their Bitcoins for cash mm-hmm. so that they can buy feed, so they can buy whatever they got to do to feed their mm-hmm. animals. Right? Mm-hmm. They still got, and now, so what happens if all of a sudden, the federal government says, okay, you know what? None of these banks are going to exchange Bitcoin for you anymore. Mm-hmm. What do you do then? I mean, you trade Bitcoin for your feed. But again, what is that guy who just received Bitcoin, what is he going to do with it? It it doesn't matter at that point because 
that value is separate from the dollar. That that's where I, I feel like you're 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 tied to the dollar. You you it's but and no, it's but very I'm, hard I'm to not about think the about that. The dollar is that they're both fluctuating. The the Bitcoin okay, can no. change value from one day to the other. No. The, what do you mean? No. The, what is it worth right now? The dollar is changing value from one so day to another. So it's the Bitcoin. Well, no. What, what, how do you buy Bitcoin? What was what was With Bitcoin a month ago? Sixteen thousand dollars. <laughs> now it's twenty eight thousand uh-huh. dollars. How many so, banks have crashed since then? And so, what's going to happen again? It's going to come down again. It's going to go up again. I don't understand. Now, I understand that the dollar is is dying. I understand that. But again, I'm going to go back to what I'm saying. A chicken and eggs are not dying. Okay. How many chicken and eggs can I have here at this condo? I have no idea. None. I can have lots of Bitcoin, though, and no one knows about it. It's mine. Guess what? I can I, I can stare at my, my Bitcoin cash that's sitting there, right? I can look at it every day. It's right there. It holds its value better than my thousand dollars or whatever of cash that I have sitting in my bank. Because when I go to the grocery store, every week I go there, it's more expensive. Well, I should say the dollar's worth less <laughs> every week I go there. So things cost more, cost more dollars. So the same thing applies for Bitcoin. It's not that Bitcoin's going up and down in value. It's the dollar is losing value and it's only accelerating like really fast now. I mean, 27 countries have signed on to the BRICS. 65% of trade international trades done in dollars when it was, you know, I don't know how much it was 90% at a certain point. I mean, it was pretty much all trade was done in the petrodollar. It's down to 65% now. You know, I don't want to hold dollars. I want to hold something else. You know, I got, obviously I got a 401k, so I, I have a bunch of money in dollars. But, you know, if, if you were to ask me, hey, can you, uh, can you switch over and invest in gold? You know, <laughs> I would do that because I, I just know that over time, the buying power is, is disappearing. It's melting, you know, so I, I you know, so, I'm just so, trying to. So you're telling me, for example. Chicken and eggs would be awesome, though, because then so you're, you're if, actually if producing something. all of a sudden something. there is no cash and there is Bitcoin and there's not much food being produced and all of a sudden I want $28,000 for my egg. And I'll take your Bitcoin. Hmm. Because now there is nothing out there and I have eggs and that Bitcoin is $28,000 and I'll take $28,000 if you want to eat anything. Well, see that again. You don't. That's you don't, how. That's how. You don't a, sell. It's not a coin. You don't sell the whole coin. You know what I mean. You just sell. The value you of break a chunk 000. off. So I'd be going, okay, give me the a whole Bitcoin right no, now. No, that's not how that works, dude. You you go, hey, I'll take. See, bro, I'll take forty thousand sats. Why it doesn't make any sense, Bitcoin and and all this stuff, to someone like me, that's when it doesn't make any sense anymore. But I've, I've repeated, like I have that. repeatedly told you that you can buy twenty dollars worth of Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. Like so, but you're stuck in this. Well, what are you going to trade twenty eight thousand dollars for an egg? It's like no, dude. <laughs> Why so would it, I do that? So is Bitcoin priced in dollars, mm. or in or can I? Is it's, it also priced in yen? It's is it always in, priced in the pound? It's priced in dollars. How many pounds do I get for for a Bitcoin? 
I don't know. It's probably How many dollars. do I get? Um, so is it tied to the dollar also then? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So another thing mm-hmm. tied to the dollar. Mm-hmm. But the dollar is devaluing, dude. So it's gonna. So again, <laughs> so it's gonna cost me more Bitcoin to buy dollars. It's it's just still gonna catch you in the same way for the inflation. No, because it's not does in your, dollars, does your, does dude. Your mortgage company accept Bitcoin for a payment. Some do, not not mine. No, but, not yours, right? No. They want dollars. Mm-hmm. So you're it's still you're still gonna need to exchange your Bitcoin for dollars. I know, but my now rent it's gonna cost you more. Bitcoin. My mortgage isn't going up every month like everything else is <laughs> that is actually one fixed thing you know mortgages are actually a decent uh store of wealth the, at that the point value of bitcoin in exchange for dollars so that rate can go up also the dollar can go no you know what i want more bitcoin for this dollar they're gonna say no what do you mean well you need to pay your bills with dollars because they don't accept bitcoin and now you're gonna have to give me more pieces of that Bitcoin for this dollar. In, the government still controls inflation. Mm-hmm. And inflation is the true murder of the value of your money. Mm-hmm. Hidden tax. Yeah. So somewhere or somehow, for one thing that I've learned about the government is that they're going to make their money from us some way or another. They don't care. Yeah, so I mean... The, yeah, I mean, the choke points are a problem. Uh, we talked about that repeatedly, so, but if, if guess we, guess what, buddy? They can choke point you if you just hold dollars. Too. Oh, I know, I know. You they're say not, you, you say the wrong thing to someone. The, they're, they're choking you on the, on the same point that when you go buy something with that dollar, you're not getting the same in return as you used to. No, Talks I'm, I'm saying your bank can cut you off. And say, you don't get to do business here anymore. Yes. Yeah. They've done it to me before. So, like, that's, that happens. Yeah. Has the Bitcoin thing happened? Not that yet. you're you're hypothetically talking Not about? Not yet. Okay, has the other one happened? Oh, wait, wait. Actually, yes, it did. It has. The Canadian trucker movement. They couldn't cash their money, their Bitcoin, whatever that was mm-hmm. donated to them, mm-hmm. for Canadian dollars so that they can continue. They weren't able to do it. All the banks were told not to do it. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Now... That the small business could now the 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 real people then would have made money is if you and I went down to when the Kennedy government said, Hey, you can't banks can't cash this money, the the Bitcoin for, for Canadian dollars, then what you and I would do then go down there with Canadian dollars and go, How much is it worth? Mm-hmm. This much? Well, I'll give you this much Canadian dollars for it because the government is giving you jack for it, mm-hmm. so I'll give you less for it. Yeah, you'd have to pay a premium or discount huh yeah so that's how it gets that's how it gets manipulated because then i can go well the government's not i paid twenty four thousand dollars for this i know but are you getting twenty four thousand for it no okay i'll give you 10 for it what look i got 10 right now so that's how it usually works that's how right now blackwater or blackrock is getting with the stocks we're selling our stocks cheap they're buying them cheap and they're going to sell them back to us or whatever. It's the same principle, bro. The problem is our government and our controlling of us. And that's how to get away from there. I have no idea. Bitcoin. I don't know, brother. Well, I mean, I like, you know, my, my whole point is, and it's, it's just, what else do we got? <laughs> 
you know, chicken and eggs for sure. I, I, I wish I had some property because that would definitely, I'd get a little mini orchard and a bunch of chickens. And I was thinking about raising a pig too. How much you think you need? How much that'd land be awesome. you need for one pig? What's that? How much land, land. Do you think you need for yeah, one pig? Yeah, I don't pig? know. Because they need room. Yeah, I don't so know. So I was curious about that. Like, how how much room would it take for one pig? <laughs> it's like, because uh, one cow's an acre. Per cow, I think you need an acre of land. It's a mutt dog, the farmer over here. I'm thinking, dude, I want to get off the grid like that Owen Benjamin. Yeah, uh, man. Well, let's keep moving here. I think we're, geez, at an hour 40, guys. Rolling along here. Well, you got a lot of other stories. I won't say much. What else you got? Let's go over here. Ooh, I already played that one. Good times, man. Good times. So I got some good news stuff. Um, I guess maybe we should finish with good news and start with bad news. Right? We don't want to end with bad news. Uh, Planned Parenthood says they performed 374,000 abortions last year. Everybody. Isn't that awesome? No, they did 375, 155 murders last year. Mm-hmm. And they're allowed to still, and these are all government-funded murders too. Man, I love the. Uh, <laughs> this gets me ticked off just to read that. Man. I love the. Uh, who was it? I think it was Kanye West that. Uh, God bless him. <laughs> Wherever he went, I don't know where he went, dude. He disappeared off the face of the earth. Huh? I think he those gone. handlers of his, you know, the ones that threaten that you won't see your kids or you won't see this. Uh. Yep. Yep. But he brought up, uh, they were bringing up slavery or something. He goes, you know, do you, do you think more people, what's worse, slavery or abortion? You know, and it's abortion. You're not, you're dead. That's well, that's the, the thing. And it, it literally shocks people. Everybody's like, Whoa. they don't know how to answer that. Cause you have to answer <laughs> abortions way worse. Obviously. Wow. I guess they're both bad. Maybe you could just take that angle. Um, Bad news, another bad news here. This happened last week, but we had such a full week of news that I did not cover it, but this is Zero Hedge here. Iran seizes second foreign crude tanker in under a week. Um, and I have to say that, you know, I don't, you know, I don't take coincidences very lightly. And, you know. What do you think? This is our government trying to provoke us to support it and go to war. No, because we know we have soldiers over there in Ukraine that they're trying to say they're not. I don't know how. How's that got to do with this? Well, I'm just curious if the government allowed this to happen to try and get Americans pissed off that we're getting. It's not even same country though. Uh, China and Saudi Arabia. Did Iran not get into the into the? into getting in cahoots with Russia and China? I was just going to say. Yeah. Saudi so Arabia. That's what has to do with do the you want me story, to explain what I'm it? bringing up to you right now. <laughs> because of what you just started. To... Well, say that, man. Saudi Arabia and China and Iran worked a deal out last month. Yeah. And then we get this. Yes. So do you don't think that the government is trying to allow this to happen so that it provokes us to get angry and to go after them? Iran is now trading oil in Chinese money now. Mm-hmm. They're Wong. not using American do- dollars anymore. It's funny that the yen is pronounced Wan, 
like, like, uh, uh, isn't that funny? uh, (laughs) It it looks, it's a Y anyway. No, this, I think this is, uh, going to continue. Um, I think at this point, it's pretty obvious to me that the blocks or the brick block, the bricks is not an economic pact. It's a military pact. And why, this right here proves it to me. But why would it would it have a problem with us when it's a Panama boat? It has nothing to do with an American boat. I just think it's uh, it's just intimidation, you know. Just like, uh, mm-hmm. what are you going to do about it? Which, by the way, we've done nothing. Of course not. Uh, Iran is on the the list of the seven countries that we're supposed to uh, invade and take over. That I think Iran's last on the list. Problem with Iran is it has a history of kicking butt. Yeah, yeah, we we underestimate them pretty severely. Uh, so yeah, they swarmed. Um, this is the second time they use those speedboats and basically swarm through multiple, you know, entry points and you know, take over the boat and steer it into Iran. <laughs> I don't know. My question is: Are they just saying it's ours now, or yeah. what's the deal here? Yeah, is that what it is? They claimed it for Iran. Uh, but again, we have no reason to even get involved in this. Ah, we here we go. We don't need these people's resources. Aha. New things. Here we go. Should probably just read the article and then it'll tell us what happened. Imagine that. Last week, Iran's Navy. Blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. Slow Last down. week, Slow Iran's down, buddy. Navy. Slow down. I just read the paragraph here down here and it says it was revealed that the Iranian assault on the vessel was in retaliation for the United States days prior to the seizing Iranian oil that was bound for China. There you go. See, I didn't hear about that. There you go. Huh. So maybe this is a little more. Again, it's to try to provoke us to get into war, dog. I am angry at the Iranians for taking over our yeah. I don't know about that. I think so. I think there's only so much anger people can have. <laughs> and I think they've used it all up at this point, but could be. There's definitely, it seems like, you know, what would be, what I would do if I was the BRICS guys is I'd say, okay, everybody synchronized at the same time, take what you want. You know, that's what I would do. I'd tell Brazil, you, if you want something, get ready to take it. You know, Taiwan's going to be taken. Iran's going to jack some more oil tankers. Ukraine, you know, Russia's going to take their little eastern section of Ukraine. Well, didn't, didn't and, Brazil also join this group? You know, yeah. 27 countries now. Yeah. Not just the five, uh, you know, the five BRICS countries. But, but you heard the Italians said no. The Italians, I did see that. The Italians, that couple abroad said, heck, no, we're not getting, because... I think it has to do a lot with um, like Brexit, where they have to give up a lot of their sovereignty. Hank, the studio dog, makes the appearance. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is worth um, talking about, but it was kind of fascinating to me here. Um, so the Dallas was supposed to have a big cybersecurity event where they were going to uh, test systems on uh, cybersecurity. And they just so happened to actually have a cyber attack 
within the same week of their drill that was supposed to run later. Coincidence? I think not. Kind of weird. I don't know why that seems to always happen like that. But uh, I need a good news. Where's my good news sounds? We'll just do this one. Wow, winning. There we go. We'll get to our winning segment here. This is another Zero Hedge article. Parents more likely to question routine childhood vaccinations post-COVID, research report says. So, good job, science. I would get anything to reduce that number. Was it 28 booster shots to kids now before they go to school? Yeah, it's. I think it's 30. Ridiculous. 34 or something Ridiculous, like that. Ridiculous, yeah. man. 34 shots. I know my kids have already had way too many. Uh, my son still doesn't speak very well. That was probably just a coincidence. Next story here. Oh, you like this one? Another Zero Hedge article. Wendy's unveils Google-powered AI chatbot at drive throughs yeah, so you will not be uh, talking to a uh, <laughs> dysfunctional because uh, a lot of those those people at the cashiers are kind of. It must. I it's mean, rough to hear you them. Think these fast food restaurants are really working on laser, on razor slim profits because I mean anything to get an employee out of there. It, it's like you go into some of these stores and it just feels empty and sad, dude. It's it's. I don't know. It's, it's like going to an Aldi's. It just seems so sterile. It's like there's no life. There's no, I don't know, man. It's just, it's not a place that I would like to go to anymore. I was going to laugh about them. Um, so what know, is this supposed to do? What this, this is definitely going to get your order wrong. You just speak into it and it recognizes your voice and puts the text up and orders it for you through the drive-thru. <laughs> I was going to make a joke yeah, about it, well, I messing up. I, but. I, my list are getting smaller and smaller restaurants I'm going to. And let's see. This is uh, my last piece of good news. Uh, this actually was reported probably last month, but we didn't really talk about it as much as I think we should have. Um, but Twitter did label a lot of mainstream media as government funded propaganda should be all of it labeled. And you know, to me it fits in. I should have probably brought this story up when we were talking about the misinformation stuff. Cause you know, I think it's, it's probably all together there, but, uh, CBC, the BBC, um, who else did we talk about? I think it was ABC Australia. Here's a good list. NPR, PBS, and Voice of America. Hey, that was the propaganda arm that Biden was talking about. Um, Spreading uh, American propaganda throughout the world. Voice of America. What's interesting, no one actually listens to these stations. I know. Well, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Everybody brings up, I love the PBS logo. Because if you look at it, it's literally the NPC logo that everybody makes jokes about on memes. <laughs> it's like the face. Pretty classic. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
Good Time Culture Podcast. Good Time Culture Podcast. Uh, we found this one. Bud Light, please. Tonight's Ladies' Night, and there's a special on Bud Light. Oh, really? If you want great taste that won't fill you up and never let you down, make it a Bud Light. Oh, no, it's Ted from accounting. <laughs> nice bunch of dudes cross-dressing in the 80s. And then I have this one, and then we can wrap it up, buddy. Bud Light. We know that getting a Bud Light isn't always easy. Real of genius. Real men of genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really Loud Cell Phone Talker Guy. Mr. Really Loud Cell Phone Talker Guy. Ignoring the latest advances in cell phone technology, you bark into your phone as if you were communicating with two cans and a string. You're breaking up now. Discussing your cousin's intestinal problems during a quiet dinner party? Unacceptable. Discussing them while on your cell phone at a quiet dinner party? Perfectly acceptable. Can you keep a secret? Nothing screams, I'm Okay, now all this behavior is normal. All this stuff that they're talking about is normal now. Now you have people on the on the airplanes playing their music aloud. Can you believe these people telling me they're down my music? Uh-huh. Shit, I paid for this ticket myself to see. Try and get them to tell me to turn down my phone. Try, I dare you. That is so fascinating. It's all become reality. It's all reality. Oh, all this stuff goodness. these commercials are making fun of now are like, we have to listen to them. We have to give them space. Wow. We have to uh, understand them. And we have to have, we have to be tolerant of them. Of everything these people are making fun of. <laughs> well, you succeeded, Hollywood. You made me laugh. Well, guys, <laughs> End of the show. You hear that sound. And once again, you know Hollywood's getting old. And he has to work tomorrow and get up early. And Well, us people of leisure know that we don't have to do any of that. Okay? But that's because we're like the birds and the end of the world. We're clothed and fed better than the kings in the whole world, man. Taken care of by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That is Jesus Christ. And that is why we're seeing so many victories. Even though the enemy might want to show us that we are the ones bleeding and that we are the ones suffering. No, 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 no. That's why they have to twist our words and that's why they have to change our narrative. And the truth is, guys, that prayer... Will get us through this. So I am OG Mutt Dog, and for Hollywood, I ask you guys sincerely that you pray for us. And Hollywood and I will pray for you. Pray for our families, and we'll pray for your families. And that's how we'll get away. We'll get away from all these guys, and that's the truth. So once again, I am OG Mutt Dog. This is your Good Time Culture podcast. You can find me on Twitter at OG Mutt Dog. Okay, just hashtag me, find me, you'll find me. Send me a message and I'll repeat it on the show. Okay, guys, so I see you next Wednesday. As for me, again, I am OG Mutt Dog, a sincere or a humble servant. No, can't find my uh, my prayer clip, man.
this no all right guys well i'm failing all over the place so uh please come on back and experience the failure once again next week on wednesday this has been Good Times Culture Podcast. We will uh, continue to expose evil and praise God out there. And and, and we are accepting applications for engineers, okay, guys? <laughs> yeah, if you, if you guys are good at producing a show. If you're good at RSS feeds and social media, for serious, get, Definitely. get a, hit, some hit us up that. on that one. I think we should start off the next show with that announcement. That was my intention, actually, was uh, try to finish this up early and maybe try to do some work on that, but... It's turned out to be a two-hour episode, so. Hollywood just never shuts up. Mm -hmm. Later, guys. Lord, give me a sign. I really need to talk to you, Lord. Since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard. Now I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone. I'm a big boy now, but I'm still not grown. And I'm still going through it. Pain and a hurt. Yeah. Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt. Yeah. And I know only I can stop the rain with just a mention of my Savior's name. In the name of Jesus. Devil, yeah, well, I rebuke you for what I go through. We're trying to make me.